0: Ladies and gentlemen, please notice that exits are conveniently located at the front and rear of this auditorium. When leaving the theater, we suggest that the exit at the front of the auditorium will allow you easier access to the parking areas. Thank you. It's the beginning of the end. Da, da, da. Final season begins.
1: It angers me that he can't fold that pizza. I had the same note. Wait, do you but, not like that part of the movie? Because no, that's, that's no, no, the no. movie. No.
0: I thank God every day I know the lyrics Wait, to are the, the same. same. Here.
1: After brutal dumping. No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> after, after,
0: I, after I took a brutal dump. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Field. I'm Mike Butler. And you're listening to the Forgotten Cinema Podcast. Each episode, we highlight a film that for a variety of reasons was forgotten by audiences. Whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time, or the movie simply didn't catch an eye with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the film or perhaps don't love about it, but we'll always recommend you revisit it. If you enjoy our podcast, we want to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Find us. Our podcast is available on all platforms with a backlog of 200 episodes for your listening pleasure. What's up?
1: Nothing. Isn't it so much better we don't have canned openings? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I wish we would. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just been busking outside on the streets, busking to make some money. It's just like ten cents here or there. I had to look that up. Busted ass guitar. I had
0: to look up what busking means. I was like, what the heck does that busking mean? mean? I did not know. I'm not in the film. I'm not in the business. uh, The music industry. I don't know that. (laughs) We are doing the 2007 film Once. Mike, what's Once about?
1: Oh well, funny you should ask that. Field Once is about a vacuum repairman who moonlights as a street musician and hopes for his big break. One day, a Czech immigrant who earns a living selling flowers approaches him with the news that she is also an aspiring singer-songwriter. Okay. The pair decide to collaborate, and the songs that they compose reflect the story of their blossoming love.
0: Yes. That's what the movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once is a runtime of 86 minutes. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <at> R. <laughs> production budget of $150,000. It came out in a limited release date on Wednesday, May 16th, 2007. It's opening weekend, it did $61,000 domestic, get ready, $9.4 million right. international, $11.5 for a worldwide total of $20.9 million off of a $150,000 budget. Fantastic. That's that's a big, that's a big time win. That's, that's a crazy. that's a career maker right there. <laughs> Production company was Summit Entertainment and Samson Films and was distributed by, it by it called it Searchlight Pictures but I'm pretty sure it's Fox Searchlight Pictures, right? It's Searchlight right? now cuz yes. Disney has taken over But I'm Fox so, but now. that's the problem with that's a problem I have because in IMDb Pro it says Searchlight Pictures. It's like, yeah, but you it were Fox when it came yet. out. Shouldn't you just say that's not how the links were right man. i don't I, I was not a fan of that i was like come on now all right so i said it came out on the 16th which was actually a wednesday which i said so nothing came out in that, that day but that friday the 18th you had a wide release of shrek the third obviously we are in the summer months or mm-hmm. su- summer movie months and a limited release of even money the week after the 25th of may you had a wide release of pirates of the caribbean at world's end and the movie bug And then the week before the 11th, you had a wide release of Georgia Rule. 28 weeks later, which is a sequel, Delta Farce, The X, and a limited release of The Salon and Blind Dating. So this movie—well, it's it's obviously the opening savo of uh, the summer season. So yeah, you're gonna—I'm, which I'm shocked that this film came out on a Wednesday, albeit a limited release. But it didn't matter; it made its money. Oh yeah. Written and directed by John Carney, so now I think we've done all of John Carney's films. I was going to say, we're, we're, we're going down the list. So Sing, Sing Street, Begin Again, he's done, which we did. Yeah. He's also done the TV show Modern Love, which was, on, which was on Prime Videos, two seasons, which is basically based upon the uh, Missed Opportunity section in New York Times, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it, I remember it, the trailer. It, right. So, yeah. so it's actually I think, I don't know if I watched the second you, season.
1: You watched the first season. I did watch I the first, first season. First
0: It's actually, some, some of them work some of them don't work. Uh, you know what? I confuse it all always with the show, the Romanoffs because we did that. We watched that as well. And that kind of has the same idea where each episode is about somebody who says they're related to the Romanovs. Cause that's like a, everyone thinks they're related to the Romanovs kind right, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it talks about their lives. So it's kind of this very similar. So I know we never went back to the second season, which I'll probably have to go back to, but anyways, mm-hmm. cinematographer was Tim Fleming. who's done Jimmy all is by my side and the stranger composer. There is no composer. It's actually the two leads, uh, Glenn Hansard and Marqueta Erglova. Hansard, he's a singer-songwriter. You have probably, if you... Buttle's You've heard the fan. theme from once. Right.
1: And a bunch of his other stuff. I had always liked Glenn Hansard. Right.
0: Hansard, is that it? Hansard? Hansard, Sorry. yeah.
1: Because I like him because I started listening to Damien Rice, who's surprisingly He was on... He's in the first Shrek movie, I'm pretty sure. Shrek the second one. Oh, okay. And his music is... He's an Irish singer-songwriter as well. Mm-hmm. And then from him, I kind of got linked into like... Glad Hansard stuff because they go to concerts together and they're kind mm-hmm. of very similar. So then when he was doing once, I was like, oh, it's that's also the Glenn. Okay,
0: yeah. I think Hansard's a big. Uh, I think he's friends with uh, big, like best, not best friends, big time friends with Eddie Vedder as well. I think uh, I've seen that them true? perform okay. together. I think they perform "Falling Slowly" together on stage. Okay. Yeah, I'm not
1: a huge Eddie Vedder fan. I can't stand the way he sings, but that's just, I get That's his that. style. I, I, a like, <laughs> well, no some people would not like the way
0: Hansard sings because it's like he sings like his life depends on it every time. He
1: does. I. I <laughs> I like Glenn Hanser but like watching him sing feels painful. Well, it
0: feels, I mean, it, you can, it's just how it is, you know, but anyways, he, he actually wrote some of the songs for Sing Street, which I, we, I don't know if we brought up when we did that episode. Did we do that? Yeah. And I, for the life of me, can't remember which songs, but
1: uh, it was two of them. I think it was the main song that really 80s music video they do. And mm-hmm. then one other song. Okay.
0: Uh, anyway, so edited by Paul Mullen, who's done uh, the TV show Gogglebox Ireland. Gogglebox <laughs> produced, produced by Martina Nyland, who's done Sing Street and Disobedience. Uh, cast is huge cast, huge <laughs> cast. We've already talked about Hansard. He plays the role of Guy.
1: Yeah, no one has name. The two mains don't have names.
0: In yeah. That movie. So yeah. So when we say Guy and Girl, don't get offended. <laughs> and Erglova plays Girl. Uh, Hansard actually is in The Commitments. If everyone's have seen that film, and Erglova just does music in other movies, and she's she not was really still in college when this was she was now. seven. 17 when she did this a film. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I knew we were gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: surprisingly, it didn't work out.
0: Yeah. Well, they're still friends though. I think they, they are, actually they they did an album together. together There's an album they did together, I think, a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. That's out with them. Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, before we get into it, this is what I'm gonna tell you, Butler. And if you don't feel the same way, we might have a problem. I actually I absolutely <laughs> adore this film, I love this movie this
1: movie is absolutely fantastic okay good good
0: good because if you didn't like it i was gonna be like there's something wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> all right well good then why don't you talk about this film
1: you never you never saw it right i had okay. i knew a lot of again i because i like glenn Hansen, i have the soundtrack is saved right. on my spotify playlist mm-hmm. falling slowly is, falling
0: slowly is an awesome it's one of the best one the Oscar for best original right. song it's like i remember that because i remember watching it because they performed it and it was just like I was like, this doesn't win. I, I hate There's this show. Right. I hate the Oscars.
1: Although, it, and it beat Enchanted, which yeah had three songs, which right. Probably worked against it. Yes, agreed. Um, but yeah, so it beat How Do You Know, which is like one of the catchy songs. Of but all the, time. the the the
0: like the whole thing with this with falling slowly is that that song is just like it's the musical embodiment of the film. That if oh, it absolutely. didn't win, it's like what are you saying here? But it was. <laughs> go ahead. What do you think? What do you think
1: about it? It wears its heart on its sleeve. It's right. telling a phenomenal story that never gets sappy it never goes over the line you know it they say it's a romantic movie and it is but it's it's not really about two people falling in love and and making it work or even falling apart like an indie movie where it's like but it doesn't work out it just you know from the get go and i think both of your leads know from the get go that it's a doomed it's a it's a doomed romance mm-hmm. especially i think girl knows that more than anybody
0: I think that they meet at the wrong time.
1: Yeah. I think if they went to,
0: if they went the route of being together, Mm -hmm. I think that's the wrong choice. I think they meet at the the wrong time, but they meet for a different reason. They
1: meet for the right time for their lives,
0: for their lives in terms of it's almost not a reset, but just kind of like getting them on the right path. And they, and they wouldn't have gotten on the right path in their own lives if they did not meet. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, and it's almost like you, you think moving forward, if they, they would become really great friends oh yeah they'd yeah. still keep in touch and right. stuff
1: like that there's no hard feelings but you know her not i think he understands at the end obviously he's like they record their album it's like you, you should come back to my place right. and hang out because he doesn't want to lose her maybe not even romantically just as a friend hanky panky yeah it's yeah. like let's hang <laughs> out let's keep talking i like talking to you right uh and i think that she understands that what would happen make it worse yeah it's going to be harder to say goodbye but we need to say goodbye right like she needs to reconnect with her husband she needs the job cleaning the house she needs to take care of her kid and her mother Mm -hmm. and he's got to go to london he's got to try to make it work with his album but and but and something that i didn't
0: realize uh and get back to his ex yeah (laughs) i didn't realize that until this episode, until this movie, when I rewatched it again, that he was really gonna go back and also be be with his ex again, and like you know, you don't, and they don't do the trope where the ex leaves him, and he, and she she leaves in front of the guy. She cheated
1: on him once, right? She didn't like stay
0: with him, right. right? Right, and he he couldn't get over that. Yep. And and the also the other trope of like she has a domineering husband who's mean, and and you know what I mean. They don't do that.
1: She had a husband who she kind of lost touch with right and was too old for her she says right although he doesn't look too old for her well he appears, well like, she if, if right. she's i
0: don't think she's supposed to be 17 in the film i think she's supposed to be like 1920 oh sure she's
1: supposed to be so he's probably like
0: that. 25 26 yeah so something like that but yeah i just think that it doesn't it doesn't delve into those those kind of like what we're used to in movies like this oh sure so that the two leads can get together it's basically it's a realistic relationship exactly adults. exactly it's such it's it's not i don't want to say it's an adult film like a, but it's such a mature film like you know what i mean it's such a film that people who of that's all that, ages that dream, that right
1: dream, that drama
0: right that right no
1: necessary unrealistic drama to
0: right it. it's very it's very realistic it's very set in the um like you could this is a story that we probably have all experienced or know people that have experienced it's very relatable that's you know what i mean True. Didn't realize that when he said he was going to London, he was going to go. Obviously, eventually, make things work with his ex. I like like I would I would don't want it, but I wouldn't mind knowing what happened. Like another movie, knowing, but I don't want it. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind knowing what happened with these characters. uh, No, I
1: know, I know. It becomes Begin Again. Would you call
0: it twice? (laughs) He
1: he writes a song about cheating on her, and he plays it for her. Well, that's (laughs) Begin Again. Also,
0: you can definitely sense the same thematic element. You you know what you're saying? Like, a, a-
1: uh, well, both of us, Sing Street as well, certain things are all the same. Like, Joe Carney's whole like shtick is music is the great leveler of life.
0: It's a, it's a healing, uh, you
1: know, kind of like a, it could be used in a healing way. Sure. Yeah. That it's a very powerful tool. Right. Right. Uh, so a lot of that echoes. And you can see like once it's so raw and, rough in the best way well i
0: love independent film so you know i'm gonna always be like that
1: <laughs> and then you can kind of see that evolution going from seeing street and then into begin again as well yeah like that kind of evolution of filmmaking that kind of learning as you go kind of a thing
0: they're just honest films all, all of them especially once they're just honest and straightforward and like the opening when they meet uh, the first time they meet together, mm-hmm. it's a meet cute, but it has no frills. It's a it's an actual meet cute in real life. Like when yeah. you see meet cutes in romantic comedies. They're always just like, so like, oh, I'm stumbling with my coffee. and Oh, you ruined my best camera angle. And right. Try, really really get into but it this music. is right. But this is like this is how people meet in real life. And it's just so authentic and relatable that you can't just not be like, oh, my God, this is just perfect.
1: Ten cents. Wow. Great. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> not for ten cents. You can. I love the I love <laughs> the opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when the crackhead takes his. Well, his buddy, it's it, like it's, it's his
0: cousin or something yeah. like yeah. that. It's do like, it. don't do don't it, man. He's like, well, I'm just tying my shoe.
1: Just do it. I was waiting for it When he first comes out I was like Did he finish pissing Or does he I, piss in his I've, guitar keys? I know
0: he, He's like And he's just singing It's like don't do, it, don't, don't do it man don't,
1: don't do it Can you hold this guitar for me
0: And he just chases him down And did you see the note What happened Because they Oh he
1: gets Yeah so they're doing the They're shooting in uh, f- oh the really far lens Long So lens, you can't yep, yep. see any of the uh, You don't realize the, They're the shooting the scene yeah. So the people that are In Dublin Obviously they can't Close the streets mm-hmm. So he steals the guy's gets, Glenn Hansard's guitar uh, case and starts running so some good citizen <laughs> kicks him in the balls stop so yeah get
0: it back. in real life yeah i thought that was great
1: i <laughs> was shooting a movie uh, and I, I love how you can't understand a word when he gets out of breath with yeah. the, the crackhead saying because he's like he's so like super irish and he's so like out of it mm-hmm. and Glenn Hans yep yep come on man no you can't do it man yeah but like this guy's like oh you know I was sure this is the thing and then I got uh, yeah. he's like the character he's almost like Brad Pitt's character from Snatch like, just oh yeah, like, yeah yeah oh my god I can't understand a word yeah. <laughs> and then
0: he gives in the money at the end because he's like he just yeah. you want the money I'll just loan it to yeah. you just let me you know a couple
1: bucks I'll give you a couple bucks and it's like can I get a couple bucks <laughs> <laughs> <more?" laughs> just, like, just take it and he's like oh here here's a couple more chances
0: yeah it just it's just a it's a really cool opening because uh, it's just it's just funny. <laughs> His guitar is so beat up. It is. I don't really know too much about like how that affects the sound with a big like, giant hole in it, but you know.
1: I mean, it probably doesn't. It probably affects it in the studio, right? Which was he using his same beat up guitar in the studio? He was. He yeah. uses the guitar the whole time. I don't. Time. I don't think that in real life they would have probably been like, "We have an acoustic guitar for you to use."
0: Oh, maybe I don't know. They're it just you're, you're the paying system. for the space. You're not really paying for the equipment, right? Well, you're they paying- have the
1: drum set set up for him. I thought that that was their drum set. No, he's got the smaller drum set and the bigger one. Okay, okay. Um, But yeah, I would have thought that, you know, for recording purposes, he would have used the different one. It probably doesn't matter much when you're busking. And anyone just has to be close to you anyway. That's true. That is beat up.
0: I'm surprised he's the only person out there performing. Although, that's how he gets his band because the other guys. He
1: goes to a different street. I think he's been doing it so long that that's kind of like his turf. Mm -hmm. Plus, if it's like certain places, I know you have to get like licenses. Mm -hmm. like busking isn't like like the people that busk in new york city subways they've gotten permission that's why they don't get kicked out i don't know how
0: strict it is in terms of you know dublin someone just comes in yeah right yeah i mean i know that they uh the look of dublin purposely the way they shot it is more more about like (laughs) how it was 10 to 15 years prior to the film like a more of a working class city i don't know if it's like that it wasn't like that then
1: well that's one of the things that i noticed was I don't, I don't know it was like in 2007, but like I was thinking back to when Always Sunny went to Ireland for oh, some of their, for, like yeah. it was a very modern looking yeah. city.
0: Some of their stuff, some of their is, stuff yeah, was, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But I was like, that's very modern and this is really gritty. I don't know if it changed within the last 15 years or like that note was like they just wanted to keep that old look.
0: I think they tried to keep, yeah, they, yeah. they shot in specific areas of Dublin where yeah, that still looks like. When they were yeah, young. but it's also, it's shot on film. It's shot. It's great. It's older. Yeah, it's an older, probably an older stock, old cameras. So that's why it's on. You know, it's 150k. I didn't realize that uh, Killian Murphy was going to be in this. Did you know that? that.
1: Yeah, I I didn't know that either. I didn't know two things.
0: I didn't know that he was going to be a singer. He's a musician before he just had to become an actor. Like so, Killian
1: Murphy was always going to do that. Yes, I didn't know that. So
0: I didn't know that he was like he, but he that was that was 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 what he's going to do doing
1: the movie because of the singing.
0: Well, he could. He didn't think that he could. Sing it Keep the way that up to Glenn right. he thought that he wouldn't do it justice. So he backed out, but then I guess he backed out. That's where all the money went too, because it was as all the money. He I left saying, the yeah. Irish
1: film board is like funded by Ireland. 75% of it. Like, yes. No. Yeah. But and they, then yeah. John, John Carney gave his salary to mm-hmm. Glenn Hansert and uh, Marqueta.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um Plus a promise of residual.
0: There's a promise there. They said that there, they offered, he funded the movie with his own money and he offered back end deals to the cast and crew. Now I don't know. How yeah, that, that came act, up? That actually what happened? I, exactly. Um, they they also shot the film with natural light, and they shot it at friends' houses. But that you know what though, that's fine because that it, that's yeah, it works, where that yeah. just adds to the movie.
1: Like the flat, that big party in the flat. Mm-hmm. That's Glenn Hansard's flat. The old lady who sings the first line of the uh, the Irish song. Mm-hmm. That's his mom. Right. So right. I like I like. Oh, when songs.
0: they come to the when they come to the dinner and they're all just singing. You can't sing. You can't stay if you can't sing. You can't stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then the mom starts singing, and I guess. She Marquette actually made the food they're all eating. Yes. So yeah. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. That reminded me again of Begin Again when they're in that party. Yeah. In the apartment. It just felt real.
0: Yeah. Begin again is almost like I would love to see more movies like Begin Again. Like you got some you got bigger actors and stuff like that, but it's still set in that independent still, mindset. Like, yeah, it, personal. Like, we talk about in the beginning and how New York City is part of it. You know, that it's a character in, in it. Miss
1: Dublin almost is. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what you need. That that that's almost like when you talk about making an independent film, you almost have to don't shy away from using your location as, as a character. Cause that just adds to it. it never sure, takes yeah. away from it. Never takes away when you try to hide it. You um, know, always just adds to your independent film. And I, again, like we talk about it all the time, like if the movie's well-written and it's well-performed, it's not going to matter how it looks or, or the locations. It's because it's people are going to be so enthralled with it that, you know, it works. Yeah. Uh, bob dylan's a big fan of
1: this film did you see that i saw that (laughs) i like bob dylan as a songwriter he's not the greatest singer well i think even he thinks that i'm sure uh but yeah i like the note that he invited him to sing in his album tour yeah um stuff like that hey i like steven spielberg's yes so steven spielberg was a really big fan and he was like a little movie called once gave me enough inspiration to last the rest of the year absolutely if I made a movie for like no money and then Mm. Steven Spielberg compliment, like I would make my career. I'd be like, I'm good. good."
0: I don't know anybody that has seen this film that doesn't like it. I know. I know. I know there's people that don't watch this film because there's maybe because like, it doesn't look like I'd like that kind of
1: thing. I only like Iron Man,
0: (laughs) but I don't know anybody that has seen this film that. come away from it going like it was just okay. Like it's such an uplifting and, Great film.
1: Oh, yeah. if you could sit anybody down to watch this film, right? I would. I would be hard pressed to anybody not to like right. this film.
0: Right? You can't. It's it's one of those films that you just have a smile on your face at the end. uh It's. I it's, love when he buys with the piano. Yeah,
1: and like you, she's playing it, and you know that that's what he's thinking about as he's driving yeah. away on the thing. He's got that yeah. smile on his face. Yeah,
0: it's it's a really strong film. This this movie is so good that it the musical adaptation of it that's on Broadway that came out in the 2012, one
1: 110, eight one Tony Awards. It's what got Kristen Milioti like famous. Mm-hmm. That's what got her cast on How I Met Your Mother and all that. Mm-hmm. It's actually really interesting how they do that play because it takes place all within like a restaurant, I'm pretty sure, outside of one. Okay. And the cast and crew are the same. So they all share uh, responsibilities and it's oh, really their nice. bones.
0: Nice. It's, the, this, that's that type of stuff, like the way this movie is shot and the way um you know you talk about how the play is like that's i think that's the at at the basic level of what filmmaking is and i think that when the more you get away from that the more it feels like a job yeah you know what i mean like i get it you want to make money and you want to become successful but at its root like when everyone who says like oh i want to make movies i want to tell stories like that's where it is and like when you experience that I think that is so much more rewarding and putting together a film that way than any other way, and like that's what gets you hooked. And obviously, like I said, you move on, you do other you do bigger roles, do bigger things, and and at 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 its core, yes, that's what you're doing, but it never feels as good as when you are doing it shooting at your mom's house with people making food for you and you're telling a story and everyone's because involved everyone's into it yeah right there's nothing more rewarding than putting something like that together because that's the essence of storytelling which
1: the best example of that is when they're in the recording studio mm-hmm. and even the recording guys like i'm doing this with a whole bunch of what he calls them like elbows or something weird something yeah. kind of weird irish slang. <laughs> <Some kind laughs> a exactly. bunch of elbows in here and then of course glenn starts playing yes and he's just like i'll go call you back yeah, and then he listens, and he actually starts adjusting the levels. Takes it seriously. Right, they're there the entire weekend. They're editing at four a.m. Going right. into the car. I love the car test. Oh, and they're driving around because let's yeah. hear it on the bad I heard speakers. It on good speakers. Now let's listen to the car speakers. Yeah, so that's where everyone's going to listen to it. Right, right. Um, but then they're all still doing it. They're just that all the coffee, all the cigarettes, all the beer bottles. Mm. Just they're in it for the art. They're in it to create something. Right. But the other thing is you don't usually see is like that also have oh, half never happens because those other. People would be like, I want to do my song. And I want to do my song. And I want to do my song. Oh, I know. <laughs> when it comes to like movie making, it's like, yeah, but I get it. Let's do my thing. And I
0: get it. I get it. You want to be, I understand that impetus to do that. But I like you it's start just. You to take a project one r- at a time. Right. You're like, all right, let's right. do this.
1: And then can you help me on my right. board?
0: I always told my buddy Adrian that when we started doing stuff, we started making things. I'm like, you know, he, you know, he, I'm like, listen, if we just start doing stuff and start doing it for the real re- right reasons, people will want to work with us. People will want to be part of it because we're not just being like, oh, man, we're, we're not just in to talk about how great cool show this one cool shot's going to really be good. We're actually talking, telling stories and, and being part of it. People gravitate towards that honesty and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why this film works so well is because there's an honesty to the storytelling and there's a genuineness that there's an authentic authenticity to the movie that. You, people just are like you, you can't help but just get sucked in when you're watching the film. And I think that's a testament to Carney. It's a testament to the two leads. It's a testament to I mean, the, the songs are fantastic.
1: They're when they're in the shop and they they sing Falling Slowly for the first time, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's almost completely done in one shot. Mm-hmm. And the camera just kind of circles around them while they're in this music store. Mm-hmm. It's lit just like you if you opened your phone in a music store. Mm-hmm. But you're enraptured by it because of how good it is, how interesting it is. And they do the full song, but you also, it's so natural. Like he's actually kind of, is this right? And then we're gonna to go to see. And like, yeah. But it doesn't distract from the song. It doesn't distract from the emotion that you're feeling of these two people creating this beautiful piece. It's
0: like you're there in the store and yeah. you and you were like listening and, and you're watching and you're this yes. ridiculousness yeah. happen by ridiculous
1: doing amazing thing. Yeah.
0: Um even the scene when she comes out of the shop. And she's singing oh, the she's lyrics to the song. The song that, yeah, yeah. And she's walking and it's a one shot until she gets to the stoop. Right. Yeah. Right. And the kids are clearly staring at the camera. Oh yeah. But that's fine because then she starts walking and the kids are just start following. following her. Yeah. And you're like, you know that they're not in the movie, but you're like, I don't care. That's fine. They would keep, works, yeah. Yeah. And it works. And she sings. I mean, I think her music is dubbed over obviously the studio, dumb, yeah. but she's doing the whole scene out and yep. it's just, you know, she's singing for real and you know that it's, it's one shot. It's happening. It's dark. It's not clearly the kid. They don't can't afford to light everything, oh, yeah. but you don't care because the song is really good well, and you're involved. Also
1: really cool. Yeah. It's got that nice old school orange glow to it.
0: Sure. Sure. You have you have lights. You just don't have perfect, lighting. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have a giant, giant, a five k giant ball sitting there.
1: Well, the only big shot they did is the five, the crane shot at the end of the movie is like the most expensive, <laughs> right? Kind of right.
0: But any, but you know what? That's the way you're going to end the film. Then that's where you put it. That's where you use that, sure, that yeah. shot. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's your that's your
1: final shot. That's your final.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Now, I know it was probably incidental, but I love when the crane shot goes from out her window and pans to the right. Mm-hmm. there's the sun reflection that goes like almost follows with the cameras moving like the sunlight's leaving her.
0: Those happy accidents?
1: Yeah. was a really nice like happy accident.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to ask this but I know that you don't I know there's not. Is there anything you don't like about this film?
1: Uh, let's see my notes. <laughs> uh, there is a mess up I noticed. Okay. So when they're when guy first closed the dinner with girl mm-hmm. in her apartment and they're eating dinner there's they switch from a shot of the two of them eating dinner shooting back to the three uh Czech guys, Russian guys watching TV. Right. You can see that Marquette is eating dinner, but there's nobody sitting where Glenn was. Oh really? I was yeah, the, I didn't even notice that it's just empty. And then it goes right back up to the two of them eating. I didn't notice that. So it's like oh, oh that was a little dry. Interesting. Uh,
0: uh. we're the only TV in the building. Oh man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no
0: phone. No phone, only TV in the building. So they these guys come over, and just they they're eating dinner. It's basically behind the couch against the wall because yep. it's all in one room. They watch their soccer match or whatever. Sweet, it is. Jesus,
1: uh, I, I have nothing except that he says "cool" a lot. Well, that's just cool. So cool. my notes: "cool, cool, cool." That's fine. Cool. That's his thing, though. <laughs> I mean, He's easy going. He's easy breezy. I like, I like her line when she's trying to listen to the CD player and it doesn't work. She goes, "Fuck you, batteries." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I say when I can't turn on my controller or my remote. That's, well, because that's like, ah. never our fault. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, the scene so the scene where they go on um, they take the bike and they go off to, they the, go to the park or whatever right. and so the moment when I don't know if you saw this in your notes but the moment when he's asking her
1: um, oh, I did I, I think you know you're okay
0: so the moment he asks he's asking her for different lines in terms of in her check dial, in her language how to say, it check how to how say certain words and he asks her how do you say do you still love your husband uh, and she responds she says something but they don't subtitle it and I never I never caught it, but I guess what she's saying to the, her, him is "No, I love you." Yep. But you don't you don't know that because Unless you speak Czech yeah. exactly. exactly. They don't no subtitle. For so it. so which I think is a is like a really cool note because you're just like, damn it, <laughs>
1: that changes everything.
0: But she you know she knows that he doesn't understand her, so she just says it because she admits it. But she is smarter than him because clearly most women are smarter than men uh, <laughs> that they can never be because yeah. of just. It, like we talked about, they met at the wrong time for that for that particular reason. Yeah, you know, they, they met at the right time for their lives to move on. But yeah, so I think that that that's such a heartbreaking moment and so touching. You're just like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a couple of other notes I have is that this is based on Carney's. Like he had when he lived in Dublin, he had a relationship with somebody, long distance relationship with his girlfriend who lived in London. So it's kind of partially autobiographical that way. I don't really understand. I don't really know if like,
1: like the loneliness of being in the city alone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He wrote, he says he wrote the outline for the film in five minutes in a Dublin cafe in 2004 when he was missing her because she had to go take the acne job. Sure. I don't know. I guess maybe what's, what's five minutes, you know, a couple bullet points like here. You there. Yeah. Know, like yeah. I
1: want to do a story about a guy who's a musician, maybe. Right. Who's, who's lonely. In the and his thing.
0: first draft was 60 pages long.
1: I saw that. It's like your final draft wasn't much longer. <laughs>
0: well, that's fine. I listen. Yeah. I like an 86 I'll take an 85, 86 minute movie any day of the week over a two and a half hour movie
1: the 60 pages plus the songs probably equal that probably wasn't much longer than that 60 pages well that's why you have well that's why that's why you have like you know the
0: songs are the full songs and you just exactly yeah yeah, yeah. which
1: i like because i hate when when you like which i can't remember if sing street or begin again cut any out i don't believe they did i I, I hate when movies will have you introduce songs especially movies about singers and songwriters and you cut the songs off
0: the only time i think in in Begin and begin again again she
1: cuts turns off the song where he sings about cheating well,
0: but also <laughs> yes but also there's a that song that she he redoes that she does the the song at the end oh, falling stars saying, yeah or,
1: i think that she leaves the concert well, but
0: also because you've heard it three or four times already so
1: you don't need to, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. true so i mean Yeah, I I like doing the full songs. I like when you cut out songs. But that's the
0: movie too. That's what these movies are. Like that's the expect I think that's now. If you if you go to see a John Carney film, whatever he does next, and it's it's based on around music, you're gonna that's the expectation. Oh, you want yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But like we talk about we both love Sing Street, we both love Begin Again, we both love this film. And like what what else do you need to know about? you know, these movies that they like, they're really, really good.
1: I need to know that the song broken hearted Hoover fixer sucker guy was improvised. <laughs> That's great though. Hands are just messing around and they was like, no, we're going to do that. For there's, real there, but
0: <laughs> there's, I think all three of those films too, there's, there's moments in those three films that, you know, when we talk about that, there's just like, again, there's just, such, there's such authenticity to the films and to mm-hmm. the, to the characters, to the character work, to the writing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we talk about all the time, you know, how characters, you know, dictate, the story like that's extremely evident here uh with once and with all all, all the two movies as well i the, i just have the i have nothing but great things to, to say about this film like i was sitting there i watched this movie and i was sitting there going is this like one of my favorite films of all time like it could be <laughs> it could be one of those films where i just would be like yeah,
1: that, such, yeah if i had watched this earlier like this came out in 2007 so i was already going to school for acting and film mm-hmm. but if this had come out a few years earlier where i was still like on the fence and like what i wanted to pursue this is one of those films kind of like the first Rocky kind of like the first evil dead where it's so like, you can do this. Anyone can do this. You just have to have a dream and right. like a, a script, like be real, like try to tell a real story or try to do something different. Like this is one of those movies that I'd be like, I I want to, I want to I be an artist. This is well, what I, wanna do. I think
0: it's one of those films that it, it, you, if you want to be an artist for the right reasons, I think that if
1: you oh, want to sure. be able to, I don't be, think anyone should be an artist. Cause it's like, I want to be rich. Well, like, the,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Like you like writer, director, Musician, whatever. Right. Like you're willing to do this and still not be successful. Like you, but you have a love, for, like we talked about, you have a love for what you're doing without like that whole scene where they're around the table with everyone singing. Like none of those people are famous. Right. But all those people love music and yep. love love everything about it that they get together and like that's like a that's probably like a great night for them and they you know what i mean like but that's what it's about like it's like you if you watch this film like you say and you get inspired you need to understand that you're getting inspired because you're like i don't care if i make tons of money off of that i just love being able to create with other people like that's that that's that kind of feeling that that and if that what you get that inspiration from then that's fantastic because that that at its core is what it's all about in terms of just being creative Mm -hmm. um Carney talks about the title of the film refers to all these talented artists who put off their career by saying once that once they get this and that sorted out, but never succeed that they, they, they put it off too long. And that like describes the cut, the cut. The lead character of the guy—it's just kind of like you know. Once I get this done, once I get that done, then I'm going to do this. It's like oh, he, yeah, he, you know what I mean, but they never get it done. So that's almost everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like me
1: with my college loans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> once I do this, once I have the, once I get this, once I get a new job, or once I leave this place, I'm going to do this. Once I do that, yeah, absolutely, it's all talk. You just do it. Just yep. do it. We talk about it all the time when we did, you know, the podcast this is a perfect example of the podcast, even though it's wrapping up.
1: <laughs> so, even listen, though we failed, we didn't
0: fail. We did, but like you know. When we talked about doing this podcast, we talked about like, you were like, oh, we should just do this. And we're like, all right, let's just do it then. Let's just do it. Yeah. And the first season, you go back to the first season par- compared to now, oh, the it's, first couple of it's, episodes, yeah. it sounds like garbage. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take them down because you need to see that. You need to see that growth. Oh, yeah, The and, evolution. Yeah. Right. You need to see like we were recording in <laughs> my dining room and it was sounded like we were in a wind tunnel and they were like, maybe we need to go get, you know, padding and, and stuff like that. Phone and, Foam better and, better and all that stuff. Mic, better mic. Yeah, exactly. And you have a little setup. You know, but you know, and that's, but it's been four years, and it's, it's, you know, it's. I think it was totally worth it because I think we all learned a lot of stuff, and sure. you know,
1: that this is the retrospective. Yeah, not that exactly. <laughs> that join us, join
0: us in eight was, episodes.
1: Where, did you see The Commitments, the movie they always talk about? In the I've
0: never seen The Commitments, and I kind of want to watch it now. I've, I've, I've <laughs> never seen it. I know there's a ton of people in it, and I just never went back to it. It was like a, it was before I was into films, or was like right around that, yeah, first, that time. Yeah, I never and and really, too. I never really got into move movies and films and stories like i do now maybe maybe a couple years later so i i i've never gone back to it but you know what maybe i will maybe i will all right butler who we recommending this to (laughs) you were going to say where you can find us
1: (laughs) i was uh i recommend this to everybody I, i said everybody anyone who wants to create anyone who wants to be a creative anybody who likes music Anyone who likes art, anyone who—I think you know, anyone that needs a uh, pick me up, anybody, yeah, anybody who wants to be uplifted, anybody who likes romantic stories. This is different than you're used to, but you still probably like this. You can't, like you said, you can't but smile during this movie. Mm-hmm. And there are so many feel good moments, even the moments where things don't work out, like between guy and girl, are mm-hmm. they're not drop down moments because they still fixed each other's lives and everything is better for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have to. I think you have to be open when you watch this film. You have to be willing to to to. Maybe if you're somebody who watches movies and you're just kind of like, oh, this is ridiculous, whatever, fine. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe you need to watch it alone, but you need to be open to watching this film.
1: Absolutely. You need to not be closed minded. You need to be someone who can accept that not all movies have to be huge blockbusters, that films can be made for like no money. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think anybody watching this film would be the better for it. So I would recommend this to everybody, even if maybe I can't get through to some people. I'd recommend it to them hundred percent mm, absolutely a thousand percent
0: yeah this is a movie that you should watch you need to watch this is a film that basically is a love letter to everybody that that is that you know is creative and wants to tell yeah. stories whatever they want to do make music um i think it's just kind of like hey we see you kind of thing um and it's just everyone you know what's funny is everybody as a kid has a dream and as you get older, you might, you might forget it. And you just, remind, oh, that's not, I'm too old for that now. I, I can't do this anymore. And that's fine. Um, I'm sorry that you feel that way. But like, <laughs> you know, I talk about it all the time when we're kids, we're always told that, you know, shoot for the stars. But then when you get older, that, that message stop. It's like, why, why does that matter? I, I never understand why that, when we get older, why people stop telling you to, to keep going for well, your what's dreams. Interesting is that yeah. that
1: connects to our last uh, week's episode. Well, yeah, last what's week's episodes, astronaut, astronaut farmer. Yeah, same thing. Ta- exactly. Everyone it's like says you can do anything you want as you're growing up. Yeah, but you not grow up and they say you can't do that. You can't
0: do that anymore, and that, I think that's complete horseshit. So you know, but if I because I didn't believe that, I wouldn't have written books, and I wouldn't have done this podcast. I wouldn't have done movies. I wouldn't have still been trying to do short films. You know, so yeah. it's bullshit. I, I don't want to live in a life where I'm not creative. So yeah. that, I think that's hor- that's just whatever you already said it so um so yeah so i think people should watch this film and i think they should you know if they don't like it that's fine we'll just won't be friends
1: i think the only reason it's forgotten is because like i think people remember the song but maybe don't remember it's based on a movie
0: i think so i think it's yeah i think it's also a movie like like uh, this movie should be playing on tv
1: I, it's radar oh, sure.
0: you probably have to cut out swear words but like there's no reason why this film can't be always be able to be seen I don't understand it's, like it's not. I mean, yeah, it, it could be on FX. Yeah. Uh, Disney Fox, owns it now, right? Yeah. So put it on Hulu. I mean, this should be out there. This should yeah. be celebrated like it, every Oscar season that rolls around in terms of like, oh, let's watch these Oscar favorites. There's
1: 30 million on it. You don't need to make yeah. more. Put
0: it. <laughs> exactly. Let's go. Oh, I'm real Hi. Right, what can they find us?
1: <laughs> you can find us at ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com or ForgottenEntertainment.com as we are part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. While you're there, check out all the other great podcasts and video content we got for you guys. Check it out. It's great. We want to celebrate creators today, so uh, during the episode, so like we got creators there creating some stuff. And then uh, while you're wherever you listen to this podcast, go ahead and give us a like, a rate, subscribe, all that good stuff helps the podcast. And that's what I got.
0: Awesome! And next week we are going ten years from now. We're going 1997. We're going to be doing the David Mamet film, The Spanish Prisoner. So uh, you've never seen this. So,
1: Mamet is there going to be a lot of swears?
0: Uh, probably. it's David <laughs> Man. I think, it, I think it's Mamet. It is Mamet. See, it is him. Uh, that's next week. Uh, if it's not him, then I'll apologize at the beginning of the episode next week. Uh, until that, are you checking it now? I am. It is Mamet. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> so that's next week. Steve Martin's in this movie. So, uh, anyways, different, type, <laughs> different type of Steve Martin. So that's next week, Spanish prisoner. Uh, until then, everyone have a great rest of your week. I'm Mike Field. I'm Mike Butler. And this has been Forgotten Cinema.